Recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Welcome to Zed Games. I am Paul. Uh, and joining me tonight is Peter. Hello! And hopefully Toby on the... Uh, hey! Hey! Oh, I'm fantastic. here. Hi, yeah. Toby. <laughs> Hello. Oh, there is something nasty <laughs> in my headphones at the moment. It's Toby. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, this is Zed Games, a show where we talk about video games primarily, but sometimes other things. Yes. Yeah. Mm. D- topics do arise and they are distracting. Yes, I've, I've, I've had uh, many topical creams in my day. Um, that might not be the right format for that. Actually, you know what? Yep. Let's just, uh, let's just eject out of here and uh, get straight into some news. Awesome. This week in gaming news. Metacritic issues statement on Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores review bombing. Just a heads up, there will be some spoilers for Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores in the following 30 or so seconds. The Burning Shores DLC for Horizon Forbidden West released last week and was met with an onslaught of negative reviews on Metacritic. The reviews aren't complaining about technical issues or bad gameplay. These don't seem to be issues the game has, but rather about the whole work agenda being forced upon players. During the events of Burning Shore, Ally builds a relationship with a new character, Saker. A relationship that can then turn romantic, with the two sharing a kiss, if a specific dialogue option is selected. Some players found this optional scene truly offensive, and review bombed the DLC to a current score of 4.0 and a low of 2.7. Here's an excerpt from one of my favourites. Metacritic, delete my 0 out of 10 review. Freedom of speech. DLC look amazing, but it's boring as hell. It's unnecessarily DLC just to convert that alloy into girls. That it. But nope, I completely disagree with the cause. In the USA, you have to do that with popular entertainment names. Otherwise, you will be cancelled for freedom of speech and facts. Metacritic slash fandom has issued a statement about the situation, saying, Fandom is a place of belonging for all fans, and we take online trust and safety very seriously across all our sites, including Metacritic. Metacritic is aware of the abusive and disrespectful views of Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores, and we have a moderation system in place to track violations of our terms of use. They also promised they would be making changes to their moderation process in the coming months, but it's not clear yet what that will look like. Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard blocked by UK. Britain's Competition and Markets Authority has blocked Microsoft's 104 billion Australian dollars takeover of Activision Blizzard. They claimed that allowing the deal to go through would alter the future of the fast-growing cloud gaming community and therefore lead to reduced innovation and less choice. Despite a strong response from the panel of experts that led the analysis, Microsoft vows to appeal the decision and fight for their acquisition to go through. Even if it can succeed in the UK, Microsoft still needs to gain approval in Europe and the United States before the deal can go through, and neither seemed close to a yes. Wizards of the Coast sends mercenaries after Leaker. A YouTuber called OldSchoolMTG managed to get their hands on the cards from Magic the Gathering's latest set, March of the Machine, The Aftermath, which was not expected to hit shores until May 12th, and revealed most of them in an unboxing video. 
Wizards of the Coast was quick to act, tracking the YouTuber down, confiscating the cards and having the video pulled. In a new video, The Aftermath of the Aftermath, old school MTG claimed that the cards were not stolen, but had been given to him by a friend, who had believed that they were part of an already published set, and revealed that Wizards of the Coast sent the Pinkertons to retrieve the cards from him. You may recognise the Pinkertons as antagonists in Red Dead Redemption 2, but they are a very real private security firm with a reputation for being ruthless. Cannon claimed they intimidated him with threats such as a $200,000 fine and up to a decade of jail time if he did not cooperate. In response to the situation, Wizards of the Coast say they sent the Pinkertons as part of their investigation, and only after several attempts to call him went unanswered. After getting in touch with Wizards directly, they were far more understanding, and the two parties seem to have sorted out the situation. Regardless of how it all played out in the end, it is still alarming that the Wizards of the Coasts took the actions that it did. It is a clear overstep to send armed guards to intimidate a YouTuber, who, at the time, had around 4,000 subscribers. And there are a hundred better ways they could have handled it. Upcoming game releases. April 18th, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak comes to PlayStation and Xbox. Star Wars Jedi Survivor comes to PC and next generation consoles. And Welcome to Goodland comes to PC. May 2nd, Age of Wonders 4 comes to PC and next gen consoles. And Redfall comes to PC and Xbox S and S. This week's news was brought to you by Melee and read by Toby. And that's all this week in gaming news. Toby, you were one of those people. You were. Oh, it was. Yes. I had fun. It was great. Does it excite you? I hope you guys enjoyed. Oh, we did. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've heard... Oh. I've heard better news. I think you did mm. fantastic, Toby. Yeah, like ones that don't Thank have you. hitmen going to YouTubers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you send I mean, the Pinkertons the to me you. if, if you, I do you, a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe Oh, God, that was an overreaction. <laughs> that just seems so over the top. It's like professional swatting. Yeah, well, there are. Oh my god, it literally now. is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, more swatting, please. Yes. Um, good mm. time. <laughs> We're gamers. Uh, yeah. Yep. What What else happened news wise? Uh, yeah, I I I still don't see the Microsoft Activision um, Blizzard King thing not going through. It's just being held up a little bit. Yep. Because they just don't have like. I, cloud. I, I agree with it's it. It's the like, cloud gaming market. Yeah, like yes. I, I don't like everything becoming mega companies, but also Blizzard, Activision, King suck. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, it's like they just they've let too many other major things go through without yeah. consideration. It would just be like, hey, why this one? So yep, because we're making a point. But maybe, maybe we just need to start putting that foot down, saying, you know what, no more mega corporations. Microsoft's definitely gone downhill in regards to its relevance in the media nowadays, and they're definitely trying to purchase their way back in by picking up all of these extra companies. Yeah. Same thing happened with Bethesda. What was it, a year or two ago now? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well that's the thing. And, and while Microsoft is certainly putting in, like, the yards, getting a whole bunch of developers, creating stuff, and, you know, being. You know, without sounding like a complete shill, good value for money. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, I have cancelled my uh, Game Pass subscription now. So all those oh, I, I, bought, I, was, I got one. Yeah, all those people that said <laughs> I was nothing but a shill. Take that. Um, yeah, I, I uh, swore I'd never buy it. I was going to say I was given one at some point. I never used it. Oh, oh, I. Oh. I yeah, Game Pass subscription. I was most of my gaming on the Steam Deck now. Yep. And I can't 
you just can't get that stuff to run on there without dual booting to Windows, and that's not really supported. And yep. So I mean, I can I can run Epic. I can obviously I can run Steam. I can run GOG. I can run Itch. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But according right. to the news last week. They are planning on doing something like that in the future. They, they are looking at a, a, like a more handheld-friendly version of Windows, yep. uh, but mm-hmm. not at the moment. So um, Windows 8, got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. But not a uh, handheld version. Not anything yes. that would just integrate mm. into the Linux environment of um, thing. Although uh, this is pure speculation on my part. I have no, nothing. I would not be shocked if Microsoft kind of brought Game Pass to Steam. Yeah, they Ooh, did some they, sort they of already put all the it. games on. You heard there. it here. Um, yeah, you heard it here from Paul's <laughs> yep. completely un, unsupported mind. Uh, Paul, oh, yeah. I, I believe there's a Pinkerton agent at the door. You've just revealed some crucial information <laughs> that Microsoft wanted kept secret. Gosh, those <laughs> <laughs> Pinkertons are such such a kooky lot. Oh. <laughs> okay, damn. Um, yeah. Gosh darn. Speaking of uh, some Golly, kooky- gosh, God darn it. <laughs> Speaking of uh, some kookiness, we're going to get into Mm. some music now. Uh, This song is from a new game uh, that's just come out, an Aussie game, and why does its name disappear off here? It's by Brent Arnold. It's uh, and should be nice and give him the whole name of his game on here. Oh, jeez, it is called why? Why a name so long? It runs off the side of the screen. Anyway, the name's called the Horse Dimension. The horse dimension. Um, and Ooh. after that, I have another kooky song, which is extremely exciting for me to say. This is that secret, secret level, other than the cow level. The uh, horse actually, dimension. Actually, kind of, yes. <laughs> right, got it. Got the reference, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I was thinking I like Annihilation, that. so. Ah, true. <laughs> well, I mean, they're both pretty fun. Okay, um, <laughs> you'll get the na- give right. the name later. <laughs> So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Also, it is April Atonement at 4 Z. Yes. That's a thing we do, which just means all of your sins are absolved if you... Subscribe to Four Triple Z and give ev- us money, especially us. Yes, yes. Earmark it mm-hmm. that not just that we're your favorite show, but mm-hmm. the money is for us. Yes, and oh. that it'll, it'll it'll filter through. That's how it works. No, yes, yeah, no, it doesn't. Totally, it definitely will. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it filters through to keeping <laughs> us on air and stuff. Um, <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, and it benefits that, us in some way. Thank you to Cheryl from mm. Kel- uh, Kelvin Grove uh, during Woo! that hey, little wacky thank you, boost of um, thank you of horses and kazoos. Hey Cheryl, yeah, I, I dedicate this centaur, you know, half in, half out of a horse dimension to you. Oh, Good job, nice. Good job, Cheryl. Good stuff. Thank you for your pride. Oh, <laughs> enjoy. God. So, Toby's got a soundboard. Watch out. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not allowed to use it with anybody else, but here I am. Here you are. Woo! <laughs> uh, this is Ed uh, Games, of course. I am Paul. And Jeremy are Peter and hey Toby. And it's time, hey. it's time for a review for a game that... <laughs> 99% of our audience, maybe more, yep. never heard of. Nope. But it's new. Awesome. And it's cool. And I'm running the show, which means, of course, it's time to do an intro for reviews. This game has lots of pixels and maybe a joke or two. Oh. Hey. Okay. Okay, Paul, my review of that needed more kazoo. <laughs> I'll, 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 well, you know, the outro still has to happen, and we're, kind of, we're doing another review later. Yep. So, 
<laughs> I don't have a kazoo nearby. I've got a didgeridoo. <laughs> Can you play the didgeridoo? I well, not with a not with a mustache. Oh, yeah. okay. I've got a lot of questions, a lot of questions to now about. Um, but anyway, uh, Doctor Kachu. Uh, who I was not there we go. Um, I was not previously aware of uh, there are probably people in the audience that are calling me an idiot because Dr. Mm-hmm. Kachu, Kachu was a Spanish DJ apparently quite large oh. uh, and Ooh. he sort of moved on uh, from from that uh, his first, and he sort of became a game developer uh, oh. his first game mm-hmm. was uh, a Go- Ghosts and Goblins oh. uh, alternative with him and Deadmau5 in it um, oh, and okay. I have heard of Ooh, Dead Mouse, but yeah. that's just because of his fancy hat. Yeah. It's just not Anybody my- with a mask, it just yeah. makes them that much more mysterious. Yeah. It's not my scene. I mean, I imagine Dr. Kachu being a Spanish DJ didn't wear a shirt and was quite attractive. That's, I could also see that. Yeah, I, I, can I may see be that. Googling this later. So he's, he's, put, he's put on a shirt, as yeah. far as I'm aware. Okay. Um, but before I get into this review, uh, have I, I haven't said the name. I'm haven't not going to say the name yet. No, <laughs> no, haven't no mentioned name. at all. No name for anyone yet out of here. Um, I. I got uh, a quote from Dr. Kachu from someone else's review of the last game he made. Okay. But I thought it was very... Okay. Uh, I thought it was very poignant. Yep. So uh, that person's name uh, was the Cooper's Corner, by the way, so I'll give reference to that okay. person for ripping the quote Thank that you, I Cooper's. then ripped. Uh, Music has changed to a degree that I was unable to create anything that was fashionable and made me feel good with myself at the same time. Hmm. So here we have a game called The Moons of Darcelon. Epic name. And I am going to swoon mm-hmm. here as this game, if it had come out in, say, 9092 or something, would be mm-hmm. on a list of greatest games ever made. And we would be currently writing stories about how The Moons of Darcelon still holds up as a great video game. Uh, but instead, it just came out. Yep. <laughs> and it, um, yeah, 20th of April. Yep. It uh, bears some resemblance uh, in some themes to Lemmings. Uh, both a little bit graphically as well. Um, some sort of design elements like Commander Keen, things Very like much a that. Very Commander Keen. Uh, mm-hmm. It has uh, sort of some uh, Abe's Odyssey sort of elements to it. But what we have is a side-scrolling oh, platformer. Well. That's another. Good Actually, reference. a, l- a yeah. little bit with the way the landscapes formed. So we have a side-scrolling platformer, and the goal is you're a little spaceman is to collect all the other spacemen in the level and get to the end. Yep. Uh, and what he has done over the development, which is seven or eight years, um, was just make a whole bunch of basic tools that work really well together, but in understanding them can create chaos. So first you get a flashlight. Flashlight is just because none of the other spacemen uh, can walk through the dark if they can't see. So you might have to go into a cave and just point a light at them and they're like, oh, oh. Next up, you get a gun, a good old gun. Yep. You know, everyone's favorite. Yep. Uh, this one's got at least lasers, so, you know, you can pretend it's less murdery. Um, <coughs> Soundboard pew pew. Good, good for, good for uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. killing I was aliens. Looking, couldn't find that fast enough. Good for <laughs> accidentally shooting your people you're trying to do. Yep. <coughs> and also good for destroying terrain. Oh. Terrain destruction. Nice. So they also, mm-hmm. the next thing you get is a, ter- is a terrain creating gun. Ah. So, That's uh, Minecraft with guns? bit Terraria-ish Terraria? a little bit uh, except, yeah. except they're, they're bespoke levels they're designed um, it's all that and there's 
each level is very good at adding a new element. You okay. know, you start no, with okay. just like get some people, get to the end, start getting additional tools, you start finding areas that you can't get through. There's there's uh, like um there's liquid physics that are in there. There's vehicles you can operate and pilot, mm-hmm. and it's all done in a graphical style which probably closer to lemmings but with larger sprites yeah um mm. but it is i think it is an absolutely gorgeous game as oh, i yeah. as i look through it like definitely it, has some retro feels to it there's there, oh, God, yeah. there are actually 3d models in the game but they've been rendered into 2d when they're displaying and using the correct color palette yep so as far as you're aware it's just because there used to be you used to if you wanted something to look 3d you would make it in 3D, then you just take a bunch of angles of it and like render out the sprite. So this does have technically 3D models, but they look just like Yeah, it's using shorts. a shader to go over the top to make it look exactly. in that specific style. Um, it's got, and it's got that physics jank to everything, which, you yeah. know, whilst <laughs> I am, um, I'm, I am, I've got a lot of praise for this game. I really was, am impressed by it. I think it's quite an achievement. It's definitely not a for everyone game, partly because- no. Where like you're jumping and you're jumping at a box and that box can roll and you can fall down and that box can roll on top of you and kill you, or it could happen to one of the people you're trying to save and all sorts of little things like that. But you very quickly come become comfortable with the movement system and everything. Uh, there's a jetpack mm. which yeah, has very like Ooh. nice just the right amount of like time you can use it before it overheats. And does it have a grapple hook? Uh, no grapple, uh, but <sighs> you know things things can change. Um, but <laughs> The game's also kind of hilarious. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, it has some very good um, controls of the other people. Sort of like I mentioned Abe's Odyssey before. You can tell Mm -hmm. them to follow me, stay here, go left, go right. Yep. They're your basic instructions. Just do it on the D-pad. I bet you can guess which one's which without me even telling you. Um, But I haven't seen this in a game before. You can aim your um your call out so as with the right stick oh. where you might be aiming your laser okay. you can aim where you're going to yell so you could just i just want that guy to go to the left oh so intuitive so easy just directional audio ordering yeah 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 yeah, yeah. very unique and cool yeah uh, <laughs> definitely something i can't say i've ever seen or encountered in a game and before. as soon as i saw it i'm like oh, of course that yeah. makes sense very smart um but uh this is a, a love letter of someone that loved the 90s uh, and 80s and everything like that. So there's lots of references in it. Nothing too meme or anything. If you start, like, you start pushing your guys around and they'll start complaining that they we are not lemmings. Yep. Stuff like that. And the, maybe my favorite thing is that it's just got voice synthesis in it. So everything's <laughs> got this. It's not not even trying to sound real. It's just a robot voice. It's just like... <laughs> like nice. Flashlight. <laughs> very nice you've saved the day that's not a quote but that's fun um and so that, like there were a few things um just in there yeah. Vo- voice commands everything uh ground destruction creation uh physics uh all the music is uh 8-bit <coughs> music based specifically mm-hmm. on the mls 6581 sid chip which is from 1982 okay um this speech mm-hmm. is also 8-bit uh, it's just uh, uh, oh and so it's got a crt filter on which i don't yep. always like Okay. Those things can be a bit. Um, you can just customize like what's so. It kind of feels nice to deliberately make the game a bit blurry and interlace it. Yeah. And then sometimes I just zoom out and make it look really sharp and take away all the gimmicks because it also looks good that way. Um, but yeah, it is like I don't know where it's going to sit at the end of my year and like top of games list. But it just came out of nowhere. I actually was only interested 
in it first because I often am just looking for music from games. I go like, yeah. hey, DJ man, the music's all right. And I, just, I think I said something to the publisher which was like, oh, do you know anything about the music? I don't know if I have time to review something like this. It'll probably be a few weeks or months. And then I said, nah, I'll do it next week. It's great. I like this game. Also, I've had to buy the OST this morning because it only released this morning. Yeah. Uh, which means hey. I can listen to it after this. I was going to say, it looks like it's Ooh. a sequel to another game as well. Another one called Pillars of Darcelon. Uh, is, it, is it Pillars or Pilots? Pilots, sorry. Yes, Pilots, Pilots of Darcelon. Yeah, so he did like an earlier game where you're flying a ship. Yeah. Uh, I have not played that yet, but it looks really up my alley because it's sort of like Lunar Lander-ish, jetpacky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone that obviously loves retro games. But as I said, like, if this game had come out in the period that it's going, it would... Like, there's nothing in it that couldn't have been done, really. Yep. Um, it would be a, a classic that we probably would all know and reference. Yeah. But also a game that is completely fine to play today. It doesn't feel like it's dated. It's just made with love. It's... As long as it's an aesthetic you like, it is beautiful and it sounds great and it is funny and it's just full of variety. And it'll take you a good chunk of time to get through as well. Yeah. Um, probably. Well, not only that's got a... Um, Got a built-in level editor and uh, oh. creator sharing. Oh, I love there that was, aspect There was nothing of it. sharing when I played it because I was pre-release. Yes. Uh, but that should be live now. Um, I just haven't had another chance to go in and see that. But yeah, yeah uh, really impressive package. And yeah, primarily one person. Um, and uh, I was pretty bugless as well, which was nice. Yeah. So um, um, that's when we, we do this. Cool. Uh, for those uh, interested, there is a free demo on Steam as well if you want to go and free check it out. Free demo and play. was on Steam and still is. Yeah. That was a review. <laughs> um, Still yeah. no kazoo. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a buzzy bee. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, uh, the uh, Moons of Darcelon. Moons of Darcelon. And nothing particularly, like, weird about that spelling or anything. So, no. Is he? And it's only on Steam. People have asked him about a console version. He's a single developer. He said, like, I'm definitely looking at it. Just give me eight more years. Um, no, no, no. So everybody <laughs> go and check it out. Play the demo. Purchase the game. Give him lots of money, and then he can go and make it yeah, on other systems. Yeah, you can hire someone yeah. to do it. Like this if looks like a fantastic game titties. that would go great on Steam Deck or Switch or whatever the new mm. PlayStation handheld well, it already is. Already does and... well on Steam Deck. I can tell you that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like a good bit of fun to play on the go. Yeah, yep. it is. Mm. And actually, um, when I was saying that you know 99% people wouldn't have heard of it some people may have because it is starting to get a little bit of that um, streamer credit okay. it has some built in Twitch support yep. you can send messages and they come through in the game audio and uh -huh. stuff like that um, awesome text to speech yeah. aspects um, um, yeah and it's just like because it has that little bit of jank you know streamers yep. love that little bit um, of jank just makes the game so much fun especially with the physics and things like that you just know people are going to play around with that on especially with the level editors and creators and stuff exactly um there's Zed Games. Yes. My name's Paul. Joining me is... Peter. And of course... Toby. Oh, gosh. Oh. He's had some problems. Yep. And, oh, uh, have I gone now? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Huh? <laughs> that, I mean, that is a kind of problem. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I, I feel something creeping up on me. Oh. Mm -hmm. It's another review from me. It's a video game that's creepy. Or is it? I don't know. Actually, I do. Because yeah. I'm reviewing it. Oh, okay. 
Okay, now there we go. Bit I'm, of a bit of a kazoo. I'm going to really, really excite you with this beginning of this review, Peter. Because I'm going to start with the name of the game yeah. instead of like riffing for five minutes about <laughs> about DJs and what, stuff what? beforehand. What's uh, this game? This game is called The Creepy Syndrome. And whilst I reviewed it on uh, Steam, playing yep. on a Steam Deck, mm-hmm. uh, it is available pretty much everywhere. Um, probably because it's quite a simple game. Uh, Creepy Syndrome is an anthology of smaller games. Uh, it's got a framing device of you talking to what appears to be some sort of psychiatrist, psychoanalyst. So it's not. That, there's no depth to that. We're not. This isn't a game about actual mental health. Yep. This is a game about a couple of short stories um first one being sort of a like sort of a just walking simulator but in this vein of like a grid based um uh old rpg where you're moving forward it's like one bit color yep second one's top down <laughs> reminds me of the et game on atari actually <laughs> um where you're a detective and uh you're, and that one is probably my favorite it's the most robust um Third one uh, uh, is uh, sort of um, using equipment, like you're in a bunker, like you've got to solve a few puzzles, a bit adventure gamey. And the last ones gets a bit more to sort of just like walking back and forth uh, with uh, Walking Simulator, a bit like uh, Home, if anyone's uh, played that little horror game. Okay. Uh, now, this is actually going to be really short as a review because obviously uh, these are four short stories uh and half of them well let's just say i beat the game three times okay i played every single game story three times and i probably haven't broken two hours on the steam counter Um, for the entirety of the three or each one for the entirety of the game oh okay so really short so it's really short now that doesn't mean bad no sometimes a well-crafted short experience is much better than a 20 hour long this is drawn out with so many side quests and the one i was talking about was a bit more robust the second one i actually really enjoyed my time with that one yep but um that's the top down adventure yes yep now it reminded me of a similar game from a few years back um uh stories untold Okay. Uh, which was sort of the first notable, like, sort of big budget, but still mostly text adventure horror game. And it was an anthology. It was a bunch of st- stories and you did different things. Like the first one, it was a creepy story about a house and you were sitting at the house typing about the creepy story on your computer. Okay. But things were happening around you. Right um, that game had a focus on writing. This game has a fo- focus on atmosphere, which means the stories, they're, you know... We all have different tolerances for horror. I have an extremely high tolerance for horror. I, I fall asleep. I fell into it. Horror is just like... I, I love a lot of horror. It's a genre that I have worked in and do... Uh, like I have like career history in horror. Yeah. But I, it, it's like a fun art form for me. Very few things creep me out. I would put this around Goosebumps level. Okay. Uh, it's not... It's going to take someone that's very sensitive to horror to actually be scared by anything in this game. Uh, and each of the games and why I played it three times mm-hmm. has multiple endings. Only two, though. Yep. Uh, the, my third playthrough was trying to see if I'd missed anything. I emailed the developer. I'm like, hey, have I got all the content yet? And they're like, <laughs> oh, actually, there's just this one other thing. I'm like, ah, okay, cool. Okay. I'll sort that out. Yep. Um, so, yeah, whilst I uh, enjoyed it, mm-hmm. very, very short uh it it is something like you know if you had a spare afternoon and like something that just like a fun goosebumpsy level with a bit of sort of retro game stuff around it it's entirely functional and fun yeah Uh, it sounds nice uh 
Yeah. Uh, but as I say, you're not going to get any revelation because it does a little bit of like, oh, you, you tell these stories and then we'll tell you about yourself or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even going to give you... It's not even like a bad online test where it's like, and now here's what you are. It's like, that would be kind of funny, <laughs> okay. potentially dangerous, but funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just very slight, um, but it's fine. But um, it did make me think about anthology games. And I was yep. like, let's talk about that. That'll be a great segment for the show. Okay. Um, and then I was thinking, of course, untold stories or mm-hmm. stories untold. I always put the wrong way around. Now I've already forgotten. And then I realized there aren't. There are like series that are anthologies. Like you can go like the Dark Pictures or something. Yeah. But those games are all like eight to fifteen hours each. And you don't. It's there's no like Tales from the Crypt. Just like oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna bring in the Crypt Keeper and do a couple. No uh, Twin Peaksy, not Twin Peaksy, um, Twilight Zoney stuff or anything like that. Where it's like we're just gonna have a couple of short stories in one episode. It's not. There's a little bit in interactive fiction. Yeah. But outside of that. It's actually not that tapped. I was, I was like, oh, I'm actually not an expert on this. I can't open up no. anyone's mind to there. But it is something I like because it's a reason to. It's basically a reason to prototype stuff. Actually, one of the, um, I think it was Landfall, the people that made um, Human Fall Flat and uh, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. Yeah, yeah. They very recently released an antho- kind of an anthology, but not in that wrapping, just a package of like all their failed prototypes. Like, see, I could definitely see that as an aspect and just putting some sort of narrative thread through them all. Just, yeah. to, just to put in a few different prototypes. And that, that's very, from what I can see of the game here, sort of thing in regards to the art styles. It's, they've oh. tried a few different things just to see what works and then put a, put a bit of a story yeah, through yeah, it this all. Is like, and then we'll just put a, a psychologist at the front. Yeah. That's, that's a story, right? Yep. Yeah. People have brains and sometimes they tell <laughs> stories. So um, I think that we all know what that means. Um, you were more, adequate amount of kazoo there. Yeah, you more like Freud or Jungian sort of. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> in regards to the goosebump comment and part on this one sort of idea, who could you <clears throat> see playing this? As in people? Yeah. Okay, you got people like me that are obsessed and have too many games. Yep. Um, actually, probably what I should do on that is also give you a basic idea of cost because they got sent to me, so I don't know the cost. Yeah, at the moment, um, all it is an add to the wish list, so I can't see it. Oh, gosh darn it. Um, see, I'm very good at language on our show. Good times. Um, yeah, I can't imagine it's going to be particularly expensive. Um, and if it was, <laughs> as I say, it's less than an hour, and I was not rushing through content. I was just playing it like a normal person. Yeah. In regards to game mechanics, then, if it's like what I'm thinking is maybe it's like a baby's first horror game or something like that. What sort of mechanics do you think you'd need to know prior to playing this game in regards to being able to pick it up for the first time? Uh, You need to be able to move a cursor and push two buttons. Cool. Uh, There are some puzzles there uh, which are very standard sort of like push the buttons to make them all go down. Some buttons make the other buttons go up. Okay. Yeah. So no real time-based events, not fast-moving content uh, or otherwise. There's a, there is a, some skill base in the first game. Okay. Beyond that, nothing. Yeah. Cool. Good turn. So, uh, this is Ed Games. Mm. Yes. I, hey. I'm not Toby or Peter, but I am Paul. Yes. I am and not Toby I'm, or Paul. I am Peter. And I am lost because I always forget people's names. You're, you're Toby. Yeah. I'm Toby. Okay, yes. cool. You're not but, Paul or I'm good. Peter. Plus you get that little I'm bit not of Paul, I'm not delay, Peter. so, you know. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's a... 
It's something that a, perhaps a doctor in a creepy video game could diagnose. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think I'll leave that to the real latency. <laughs> you, you'll seem to have uh, inbuilt latency. latency. Yes. <laughs> I always this half a, a second behind everybody. It is. Yes. That's uh, that could be um, deciphered as a very creepy thing to say, Toby. <laughs> I have inbuilt latency. No, I'm always half a second behind everybody. Kind of. Oh, <laughs> inevitable oh you know, that could be very creepy. <laughs> it's not inevitable oh, no. snail anymore. It's inevitable, Toby. No, no. Uh, we are <laughs> drawing don't, don't. near the end of the episode. I know. Uh, um, I know Peter wanted to have a quick, like, shout out to things that he's looking forward to coming yeah. up soon. What are you hankering for? I am very keen on two games that they were listed uh, during the news segment in regards to Jedi Survivor mm-hmm. uh, out mm-hmm. pretty damn soon from memory uh, and then also Redfall the new vampire four player co-op shoot bang bang game But are you ready for the 150 gigabyte download for Jedi Survivor? Yes No I am I have cleared a hard drive for that one Because <laughs> <laughs> my M.2 slot is very very small space wise <laughs> but uh, I've cleared and, out some and space And physically they're quite small slots yes they are uh what about you toby anything on your radar no i i'm at the moment really enjoying going into uh, uh eb games no or oh, sorry a game store generic and just game looking store. and going a generic game store and just looking and saying is there anything that i haven't played yet and then remembering that i've got like seven games at home that i bought recently that i still haven't played i, I got a publisher key the other day which when i mm-hmm. redeemed it it just said generic game name for beta testing <laughs> which is also hilarious because it was for um the new kingdom of loathing game that's been out for like six months so it's oh, like, damn. someone didn't update a beta code no 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 good times anyway uh that basically brings yep. us to the oh and zelda's coming out soon that's all i need yeah yes. zelda. tears of the kingdom probably zelda <laughs> yeah i'm not going to read a single preview about zelda don't need to know I, no i know enough i played about three hours of breath of the wild and um, I got it release day. I it never grabbed me. I think it's a fantastic me looking need, game. Me too. But uh, we'll have a round about it another day. Yes. So now yeah. this has been Zed Games. Uh, it has. Uh, it, April Atonement. Send us your money and your love. Yep. Uh, in that order. Uh, do what you want. Mm. Um, we'll catch you all later, folks. Yes. Enjoy. Flipside. Good night, guys. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. time.